You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It's my absolute joy and privilege to welcome you to the podcast for this episode. The starting quarterback for your Purdue University football team, Aiden O'Connell. Aiden, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Adam. Thanks for having me. And thank you for uh, taking the time during your busy schedule to talk to me. This is exciting uh, to have you on. Congratulations on an amazing season and a phenomenal performance at the Music City Bowl. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was definitely a special season for our team and a lot of great memories. Awesome. We're going to jump into that in just a minute, but I know I got to start with this question for anybody who's watching this podcast online. I know the first question they're going to want to know is what happened to the stash? <laughs> it's funny that people actually know this. I didn't think many people know this. And it was kind of just, um, it's actually my girlfriend's idea. She says a joke in August and uh, it took like two or three months for anyone to really notice it. Cause I can't really grow facial hair very well. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of funny to me that people actually notice and people care so much. I, after the bowl game a few days later, I was just like, mm, I think I'm going to shave it. And immediately when I shaved it, I was like instant regret. Uh, I, I'm, I miss it. So um, it might be back soon. Stay tuned. Might see it at the spring game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's talk about coming off that Music City Bowl. Uh, let's start there. Just talk about that game, the emotions, the excitement as that game is unfolding. Yeah, it was obviously just just a special game. And um, didn't start off great for our team. And, um, you know, we kind of joke and had some, you know, feelings of 2018 when we played Auburn there. And it was just, you know, the other offense was very explosive. Uh, so we knew we were going to have to score some points. Um, but credit our, our defense kind of, you know, after the slow start kind of stepping up and uh, I think held them to 21 in the first half after they had 21 really quick out of the gate. So um, it was just a great team win. Um, a crazy environment, um, a, a great, you know, atmosphere, a great trip all around, not just the game, but, you know, they, the, the Music City Bowl hosted us really well and, and uh, treated us really, really well. So it was, it was just a lot of fun, a great way to end a, a pretty special season. That's awesome. And in a game like that, especially it's going back and forth and for the fans, obviously it's very thrilling. Are you guys able to like enjoy that game in the moment? Or are you just too hyper-focused on, on finishing the deal? Yeah, you definitely, uh, um, you know, you kind of try to, you know, in the moment, not not make it too much of a big deal. You know, at the end of the day, it's still a game. So, um, you know, at the end, of, especially at the end of that fourth quarter, um, it was kind of fun going back and forth. We knew they were going to score. We knew we had to score. And it's just guys stepping up and making plays. I have great teammates and coaches that, you know, surround me and uh, put me in a great position to succeed. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. It's not you know, I feel like I could play a lot better. So that's not super fun. You know, you think about the turnovers and things like that. that that's hard, but it's nonetheless still still fun. Yeah. We'll talk about, you know, Brock Thompson's performance in that game. I mean, they talk a guy who maybe shouldn't even probably been playing in that game, facing surgeries and goes out there and leaves it all out on the field for you guys. Yeah, I remember he was he came um, in the summer and you could tell was talented, but he was kind of uh, limping around even in the summer, even back in when we were starting summer workouts and doing things like that. So um, he was he struggled through the entire year. It wasn't just the bull prep uh, that kind of got focused on because he had a great game. But he was a tough kid who struggled through the entire year and obviously in a lot of pain and did what he could every week to be out on the field and help us succeed. And 
had a lot of great moments throughout the year and and obviously his most special was his uh, last performance so it was it was awesome to see he's a great kid hard worker and I think that goes for a lot of guys in our wide receiver room tight end room just our whole team we, we just have a lot of guys who love football and you know uh, leave it out there for their team yeah for sure obviously you appreciate that because you became your go-to receiver in that game and obviously uh, was a huge lift uh, between you guys and the rest of the team uh, lifting you guys to that victory for sure right yep yeah no he was you know, obviously huge, huge help that game. We were down a few receivers, so he stepped up. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a minute, too. Talk about the support. This is obviously, I know, a hot topic between fans and uh, NFL people and everybody involved uh, between, you know, guys sitting out for bowl games. So talk about from your perspective and the team's perspective, the support for guys like David Bell and, and George Karloftis who are getting ready, you know, get drafted and supporting them sitting out. I know fans see it both ways. Just kind of talk about how you guys get behind them and support that decision. Yeah, I think even in, within our program, people see it both ways. I, I would definitely lean towards you got to do uh, what's right for for yourself first, for your family. I mean, they have an opportunity to make um, generational wealth for not just their kids, but the grandkids. So they have the opportunity to really change their life. And and also, I think more than that, um, they, they I mean, if you watch some games that they played, they were a huge reason we won games starting in 2019 when they both showed up and then 2020 and then 2021. So it's not like these guys, um, you know, are sitting out the game and they, they think they're better than everyone. I mean, I can pull up film from all through those years of George playing hurt in 2020, end of the year in 2019, we're like four and eight or something like that, or four and seven and David's, you know, laying his body on the line. So these are kids that love football. They love Purdue, um, gave everything they had for three years. So from in my perspective, they are fully in the right to, to sit out that game and considering all the factors. Yeah. Good to hear that. Uh, Let's reflect on the season. As you look back on this historic special season, just kind of reflect on that for me. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's hard to kind of encapsulate that in, you know, just a few short sentences. But it was obviously a special year for our program. My first nine wins since, I think, 2003 or something like that. Um, obviously, getting back to a bowl game was awesome. Um, but just it was just a year that I'm definitely going to remember the relationships. The You know, we had a great quarterback room speaking individually with, you know, lifelong friends that I'm going to have and um, great offensive performances throughout the year, great defensive performances throughout the year. And I think that was, that was the coolest part. You know, we, we win the music city bowl 48 to 45 earlier in the year, we beat Illinois 13 to nine. So I think, you know, some, sometimes the defense got to step, sometimes the offense got to step up. I think that's what great teams do. And so just to kind of see that all culminate is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Nine wins, two, two wins against top five teams. I mean, talk about that. Yeah, that was, you know, I think um, going back a few years to 2018 uh, when we beat Ohio State, I think that kind of like um, not put us on the map, but but showed, you know, we can play in big games and we like to play in big games. And so I think going into Iowa, we were very confident. We had a great week of practice um, and, you know, we, we played a great game offensively, defensively. And, you know, they're a good team. And, uh, you know, we just showed up. It was our day that day. And then again, coming home against Michigan State, who was number three, it was um, – you just you just kind of felt the same way, you know. You just felt like you know we had a great week of practice. We believe in ourselves, and you know it's just just a couple special nights that I'm I'm definitely gonna remember forever. Yeah, for sure. When uh, people like uh, Adam Kuffner or whoever does all the Twitter stuff, and you see these graphics and these tweets about uh, your statistics, and you know on the same pages of Drew Brees, a Kyle Orton, a David Blau, a, a Herman, Jim, Her like when you see those things, what goes through your mind to see your name put up with some of those legends at Purdue? 
Yeah, definitely something I dreamed about. Obviously, when I came here, I didn't know it, was, it would happen how it did. Um, but, but I think it, it kind of, um, and I, I always say it, it's just, it's about my coaches, it's about my teammates. Um, you know, I'm not going to throw one pass if our offensive line doesn't block. I mean, our offensive line, you know, I threw the ball a lot by the end of the year, almost every game. And they're, you know, the defensive line has their ears pinned back and they're rushing the passer and our offensive line is holding up well. We play Ohio State, I don't get sacked one time. Um, so, you know, and then I could say about our tight ends, receivers, running backs, and again, our defense, and our coaches. So I think it's just those statistics are unfortunately represent one person, but I think uh, more in general, they, they represent our whole team. They represent the system uh, that I play in that, you know, a, a lot of, you could plug in a lot of guys like we've had here that have great numbers just because uh, Coach Rom's offense. So, um, you know, I'm gonna definitely going to point that praise to, to others. That's awesome, man. That's so <clears throat> humble and, and appreciative of you to, you know, obviously include your teammates in that. Um, and you, you talked about uh, coming in, you came in 2017 as a, a walk on uh, a freshman here at Purdue from uh, Long Grove, Illinois. Talk about how, you know, without the scholarship offer, why you chose Purdue and to go this route. Yeah, it was my only, uh, I didn't have any scholarship offers coming out of high school. So this was my only really big opportunity. Um, it was my only walk on opportunity in, in the Big Ten. I had talked to some other schools, but never really cemented anything. So, um, I, you know, I just uh, kind of wanted to take a chance and through, you know, other people in my life that I trust and love, they kind of said, you know, this this just be a good opportunity um, to, you know, kind of step out of your comfort zone, take a chance, see what happens. If it, if it never comes to fruition, then at least you had a great experience. You get a degree from a great school. Um, but then obviously uh, the, the plus side was something like this happening. So um, I think it was just kind of taking a chance, you know, shot in the dark, seeing what happens. And it, it uh, fortunately, um, worked out. Yeah. And I think this kind of goes to prove too, you know, you just keep doing, putting in the work and an opportunity arises for yourself because I mean, you came in and you got Blau and Sindelar and even Jack Plummer kind of ahead of you on the depth chart. And lo and behold, here you are now <laughs> starting quarterback, putting up the numbers we've uh, previously talked about. I mean, this just goes shows that the, you know, putting on all that work is worth it. Right. It definitely is. I would say that that definitely, you know, I love football and I love to put in the work. Um, I think more than that, it's, you know, God's providence in my life. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things happen, even if I worked hard um, and did all the right things. A lot of things had to happen out of my control and is un unfortunate for a lot of other guys getting hurt and stuff like that, that, um, you know, kind of forced me to play. So it's kind of it's kind of bittersweet in that sense. I, I love the guys in the, in the quarterback room and to see them get hurt is sad. Um, and that that's what gave me the opportunity. So it's kind of a weird uh, conundrum there. Yeah. When you're taking advantage of, like you said, of the uh, opportunity God gave you to, to use this platform, you know, to, to better yourself, better the team and, uh, you know, just have a phenomenal career at Purdue. Right. Yeah, exactly. Talk about what the decision you're coming back now for your sixth year, thanks to a red shirt. And then the COVID year, you got that six year of eligibility. Talk about that decision to come back. Yeah, I, you know, I have a dream to play in the NFL, um, and uh, I thought I played well enough to maybe have a shot, um, but after some feedback from different people, I kind of realized I, I really haven't played that much football yet. I've I started, I think, 14 games, um, which isn't, you know, a crazy amount of football. Um, quarterbacks, you know, they, they like scouts and things like them to start more football, so it's I think it's a combination of, you know, maybe a lack of opportunity from the next level, but also, like I said, I, I love it at Purdue. I love it not just on the field, but off the field. I love the community and 
I love my teammates and coaches and administration, all that. So it was um, not a no brainer, but it was, you know, it wasn't a tough decision per se to come back. I, I, I love it here and I love being here. Awesome. And, you know, obviously right now the presumptive starter for next season, talk about the things you want to work on uh, both for your, uh, for yourself for you know, improving for the team next year. And again, for those NFL goals. Yeah, there's, you know, you, there's a lot um, during the season. It's hard to kind of look back, but, you know, I've been going through the film of the season and uh, I definitely want to just personally cut down on turnovers. Um, you know, can't, can't give the ball to the other team. So that, that's a big goal for me is cut down on turnovers. Um, and then obviously, you know, we have some time now where we don't have to practice and we'd spend more time in the weight room. So, you know, developing uh, physically a little bit more. And then I think just uh, helping out my teammates, you know, we've been doing meetings with younger guys, uh, learning the playbook, things like that. So I think it's a combination of things. Awesome. Well, I want to jump into uh, outside of football. I had uh, your friend Marty Dittmar on the podcast last week. He was a terrific guy. I loved uh, that episode. He spoke very highly as, of you as well as David Blau has as well in previous conversations. Talk about the impact those two guys have had on you in your in your faith journey at Purdue. Yeah, I, I remember the first uh, week I, I came to Purdue, um, Marty and David both invited me to Fellowship of Christian Athletes or FCA, our, our uh, FCA group here. And um, basically from that first week, I've been going to the weekly meetings, I uh, got plugged in. And I remember when I was a freshman, um, David said to me that Marty has been the most influential person uh, through his time at Purdue. And I was like, I think he's probably just saying that, like he, he probably doesn't mean that. Um, and now looking back, he, Marty definitely for me has been so influential. He's, you know, helped me stay focused, um, been a great friend to me. I, I see him not just once a week at FCA. I meet with him individually. We have a men's Bible study that uh, meets at his house. Um, and so Marty's been extremely influential. And then, um, you know, David hasn't been here for a few years, but when he was, he, you know, kind of took me under his wing. Um, and I think both those guys did. And it, it kind of um, shows who they are because again, I was seventh, eighth on the depth chart. Uh, they didn't care about that. They, they just wanted, you know, they cared about me as a person, which was extremely refreshing. Um, so yeah, both, both those guys just mean the world to me and, um, did a lot for me. Yeah. Marty shared a cool story about how David had recommended you to be the next FCA leader back when you were like a freshman or sophomore and yeah, buried in the depth chart that nobody even really knew who you were at the time. And that he had said, this guy's going to be a great leader. Talk about just hearing that. Yeah, that was that. That's a, a great example of who Marty and who David both are. Um, again, I, I think I was fifth on the depth chart at that point. No, no one knew who I was. Um, and David was leaving the next semester, and um, you know they both wanted me to be the leader of FCA, which just proved to me like they really they don't care if I ever play here. They don't like they didn't see what was going to happen. You know, they just um, loved me for me, and uh, I think that again just tells. Um, about, you know, how God's grace in my life and, you know, through other people, uh, you know, kind of sticking their neck out for me when they, when they didn't have to. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it means a lot. I think about that a lot. And, you know, I hope to do that with uh, some younger guys as well. Awesome. That's real great to hear you pay it for there too. Talk about, yeah, this, this impact your faith has both on and off the field with your teammates in the classroom and just <laughs> in your personal relationships. Yeah, I um, definitely don't do a good enough job of always living the right way, saying the right things, uh, doing the right things. But, um, you know, I, I just I, I believe God is sovereign. So um, over every situation in my life, the good and the bad. And, uh, you know, I think um, after, you know, my life's changed a little bit in the last few years with with everything going on. And then I always promised myself uh, if I ever got this opportunity, I would 
share, you know, you know, what really drives me. And um, a lot of people want to point to me and say, you work so hard. Uh, you know, you always did the right thing. Um, and that's not the case. I didn't always work so hard. I didn't always do the right thing, but even if it was, um, God is the one that gave me those desires to do that. Um, and so I truly try to do everything for the glory of God. And uh, again, I fall short every single day. Um, don't always do a great job, but um, yeah, I just, I always wanted, you know, if I was in this position, I was like, I could hopefully influence a lot of people. So I'm trying to do that. I'm still working on it, but, uh, yeah, still trying to do that. As a, a man much older than you, I say it's a lifelong battle. <laughs> we all, we're always, uh, striving for improvement to fight the good fight. So, uh, hey, stick, uh, keep it up, man. Keep up the faith. Appreciate you sharing that, uh, uh with me as well. Hey, I just want to uh, jump a couple quick topics here as we wrapping up. I know you, you played basketball in high school, right? Yep. So yeah, I'm assuming a big, still a big basketball fan. You, you follow in boiler ball and just talk about the excitement between that behind that team. Yeah, no, it's, they've obviously had a special season so far. They have, I mean, unbelievable amount of great players. We um, were lucky to get honored on the court uh, during one of the timeouts the other day. So we got to be on the court and um, it is so loud. It's so cool. The, the fans love it. Um, it's different than football because it's inside and they're right on top of you. Um, and then, yeah, they're just having a great season. I think it's been a pretty cool fall, not just for for them, but you know, volleyball had a great season, soccer, wrestling. Um, it's been a it's been a cool time to be at Purdue, and you know, the 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 basketball team is definitely uh, continuing that. Yeah, for sure, it's definitely an exciting time to be a, a Purdue fan. I love all the coaches, including Coach Brom, participating in the "How about them Boilers?" I yeah. love <laughs> seeing all the coaches do that after big wins. Yeah, well, you're from uh, Long Grove, Illinois. We talked about that just a minute ago. Uh, not too far from Evanston, but also in the state of Illinois. Did you grow up a, a Northwestern or a University of Illinois fan? I didn't actually. I I um I actually grew up. My my parents met at uh, Marquette in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and so I grew up probably the biggest Marquette basketball fan there was. I wanted to play basketball at Marquette more than anything. Um, and actually, my 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 grandpa and my uncle uh, went to Notre Dame, so I grew up a huge Notre Dame football fan. Um, and so kind of grew up in different states. 11 different teams, but yeah, the dream when I was younger was definitely play basketball Marquette. It obviously didn't work out. Uh, that's all right. Hey, we're no offense to you, but we're glad it didn't work out because we're glad to have you <laughs> as a Purdue football quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And as we're kind of wrapping up here, I wanted to ask a couple of questions. My friends over at the uh, Boiler, Bo uh, Boiler Breakdown podcast, uh, Tanner Lee and uh, Evan Webb sent me a couple of questions I wanted to throw out your way real quick. You know, when you guys win big games like you have this year, talk about just how you celebrate those wins. Yeah, it's not, it's pretty boring. I uh, <laughs> usually get in dinner with my, my family, uh, maybe some close friends, but normally um, getting some dinner with my family and uh, hanging out with my girlfriend, trying to basically trying to eat some good food and go relax. Um, and uh, I usually can't sleep even win or loss. Can't really sleep the night of the game because the adrenaline is so high. So I uh, just try to relax and get a good night of sleep. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't like being out. Of, I really don't like meeting new people, all that stuff. I I just like to, you know, hang out with the people I know. Yeah, because you're a pretty low-key guy, right? I mean, you're not on social media. You, like you said, you don't go out and kind of get involved in all of that, right? So it's just like you said, just trying to relax. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like being in the big crowd or anything like that. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, the other question I want to ask uh, from uh, my friend uh, Evan over there at the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, uh, just what's your favorite moment at Purdue? And I'll, I'll extend that question by on or off the field or both. That's tough. Um, there's, a, there's definitely a few. I, uh, 
probably it'd probably be the Michigan State win this year just because we were at home um, and it cemented us going to a bowl game um, and you know the fans rushing the field um, but I could I mean I could pick a hundred so um, it's hard to think of one but off the top of my head the Michigan State obviously was was a special win um, and, and a really cool day. Awesome anything off the field as a student or just extra any other extracurriculars that stand out to you outside of getting a degree from Purdue University? Yeah, that was cool. I, I think uh, not just one in particular, but I definitely think my, you know, our, our FCA group has been something that's been an ultimate encouragement to me. Um, a weekly meeting with with other Christian athletes, kind of, like you said, fighting the good fight together. Um, so that that definitely, uh, I know that's not one, but being a part of that group and being able to lead that group has been, you know, what probably what I look forward to off the field uh, the most. Awesome. Yeah. Aiden, so great to have you on the podcast. Appreciate you sharing your experiences with us uh anything else that you want to add as we're kind of wrapping up here no no i just thank you for having me adam i, I appreciate you awesome Aiden. it's been great getting to know you a little bit here and uh can't wait to see you back on the field next season awesome thanks adam thank you boiler up. boiler up a reminder you can follow the full steam ahead podcast on twitter at full steam pod and you can always listen to like comment subscribe to the podcast on apple Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.